I was so depraved I went astray The cost was great I couldn't pay It is time to have access to uncommon realms of glory and success Yet, this can only be achieved on the platform of the mystery of wisdom. Get set, Prophet Prince Ohini Bequin is teaching mysteries for your mastery. Focus, listen now. Can to clear my Why kingdom riches? Why should God bless you? with his riches there are motivations reasons why god will bless you with his riches amen so many people are praying believing god for his riches but unfortunately they do not know why they must pray and believe god for his riches this is very dangerous because God will never give you something you have a wrong motivation for. If your motivation for his blessing is not right, he will not give you the riches. So, you must find out first of all, the right motivations for riches. Amen? Is somebody here? Why will God bless you with riches? You may be believing God for riches, but for all the wrong reasons. And that may account for the reason why the business is not working. So you have to find out, first of all, the right reasons for riches. For example, most people pray and they ask God for wisdom. And they ask God for wisdom in school. And they still fail their exams. Because the scripture they actually use to ask God for wisdom in school is not the scripture for wisdom in school. You know? I'm sure as I'm talking about wisdom, Solomon comes to mind. Solomon says, grant me wisdom so that I'll be able to lead your people. Because your people are a great people. So Solomon is not asking for wisdom to pass chemistry. He's asking for wisdom to be an effective leader for the people of God. So Solomon's prayer for wisdom is not for a selfish and personal reason, but to have impact over the people of God. So you can pray all your life for wisdom to pass exams, but why do you want to pass the exams? That's the question. Is it for personal ambition? Or it is for the assignment of God. For example, other people pray that, oh God, grant me the anointing to work in the prophetic. The question is, why? Because God is not in shortage of anointing. God is in shortage of genuine people who have the right motivation. So, when you study the case of Elisha, you realize that God gave him the anointing because, number one, he asked for a double portion. You remember that? Second Kings chapter 2. Why did he ask for a double portion? Because 
every servant who is every son who is the firstborn in the absence of the father all right is the father and still the firstborn when your biological father is dead your firstborn assumes the position of father is that not the case and yet he's still a son so as a father he has responsibility and yet as a son he has responsibility so how much grace does he need to perform both double double so elisha seeking for the anointing is to be effective at responsibility so you may be ask asking things that will never happen because your reasons are poor your reasons are bad I mean, your reasons are reasons God does not know about. <laughs> so, why is the anointing going to come on some people and not on some people? Because some people recognize that the anointing gives them grace to fulfill responsibility. The anointing is not for show off. The anointing, that's why God will never anoint a proud person. That's why a genuinely anointed person is humble. The anointing is not to settle a score. The anointing is not shortcut, you know, from labor and from work. The anointing is going to come upon people who recognize the colossal task of the assignment God has given them. For example, in the New Testament, you see that Jesus says that to his disciples that as I'm leaving, you will do the works that I did. You remember that? John 14, verse 12. And he says, greater works will you do because I go to my father. Is that not the case? Now, Apostle Peter did exactly the works of Jesus. And more than that, in terms of the number of people his ministry reached, in terms of the places he went, and in terms of the span of his ministry, Jesus' ministry was just 30 years to 33 and a half years. Three and a half years. And Peter's ministry was 33 to 59. You get it? So, but Peter understood that in the absence of Jesus, he has responsibility. That's why Jesus says in Matthew 16, I'm going to give you keys. Keys because you have responsibility. So, People are dying on natural mountains fasting for something God will never do because their motives are wrong. The anointing is going to come on people who understand the responsibility, the nature of the responsibility of the assignment. If it's never there, it's, not, it's never going to happen. You, you, you know people who have always been serving in the house of the Lord, thinking serving in the house of the Lord will bring the anointing. And it still not happened. Beyond the physical service is the motivation. Is somebody here? That's why people walk very close to anointed. I spend the whole Monday and Tuesday with my father in the ministry. Uh, you, you see how people would want to just throng him. You know? Yeah. There are people around him for 20 years. They are not anointed. 15 years, they are not anointed. So... It's not how close. It's your mind. The motive and the motivation is what determines what God will give you. 
right? So, is somebody here? Yeah, so if you are a Christian and you are a wicked mindset, you will always be useless in the eyes of God. Yeah. Because God anoints only genuine people. Alright? Yeah. So, let us also come back to what we are going to talk about. Riches. Why will God bless some with kingdom riches? And why would God not bless some with kingdom riches? Because... Again, just like the anointing is going to make a difference. Are, are you getting me? Yes, yep. So, why? Look at James chapter 4 verse 3. God does not answer every prayer. God only answers the prayer with the right motive. The prayer with what? The right motive. The right motive. The right motive. James chapter 4 verse 3. You ask and receive not. Have you seen that? It's a clear contradiction to Matthew 7, 7, which says, ask and you shall what? God. So, there, there may be people who are Christians, kingdom people, who are building their lives on Matthew 7, 7, but has no respect for James 4, 3. So, what they are going to ask will still not happen. So, James, Matthew 7, 7, it's not the only scripture in the Bible. Okay, it's not enough to build balance on just one pillar. It's not enough. It's impossible. So you see, many people make that mistake. The Bible says, "When you ask, you shall receive." So if I'm asking, I must receive. No, James was actually closer to Jesus than Matthew. That should send a signal. I said, James, all right, was part of the three core around Jesus. Jesus's three core. He had a 12 known. He had three core. James, Peter, and John. James became head of administration. John became the master of revelation, the apostle of revelation. Peter became the head of the ecclesia. These are the three major people Jesus worked with. So their account is special. Are you getting me? All right. And James says, there are people who are asking Making Matthew 7, 7 their only reason. But you will ask and still not receive. Is that not what is there? You ask and you receive not because you ask amiss. You miss the asking. You ask the wrong way. You ask with the wrong motive. Now, he's going to explain what it means by asking the wrong way. He says, that you consume it upon your last. So, God does not answer selfish prayers. Is that we starting from? So, every prayer for riches that is selfish, I mean, God does not even hear it. We don't have time to go to Zechariah. I would have shown you things. Prayers born out of selfishness are not, are not heard by God. Now, when we say God is not answering, it means he's headed. He didn't give you an answer. When we say God has not headed, it means he didn't get to his ears. Okay? Good. So, praying alone is not what God is going to look at. He's going to look at the motive behind the prayer. The motive behind the prayer. You ask, you pray, and you receive not because you ask wrongly. 
And why James is saying you are asking wrongly? He said, you are asking wrongly because you want it for consumption upon your own desires. Is that not the prayer people pray? Let's stop lying. Is this not, is, are people not asking to consume, I mean, by their own desires? Yeah. That's why there are many unanswered prayers. Because the motivation behind the prayer is wrong. That's why I keep saying that. God is not trying to bring you out of poverty. That's not God's work. Yeah, because uh, Jesus said, the poor you always have with you. Uh, you find out what God is trying to do and you key in into what God is trying to do. Then he does the same with you. He does the same with you. And God is not going to answer kingdom riches prayer because you couldn't pay your school fees. I mean, how? It's too low. <laughs> so, why this, this teachings answers why I may be praying and praying and yet not see the answers. He may be answering that. Is James in the New Testament? I thought it was around Obadiah. All right. So understand that it is possible to ask in the name of Jesus. It is possible to pray, to fast, to, to, to go around, to do everything and still not receive it because of the wrong motivation. The wrong motivation. So let's look at the right motivation then. Are you getting it? Right. Let's look at the right motivation. I have eight. I'll give you maybe three or four. The right motivation. Also remember that the right motivation will determine why God will give you the riches. Look at an interesting verse. You already know Hagar chapter 2 verse 8. The Lord says that silver is mine, the gold is mine, saith the Lord. But look at 1 Samuel chapter 16 verse 7. 1 Samuel chapter 16 verse 7. will let you know that God looks at motives. He looks at motives. 1 Samuel chapter 16 verse 7. Wow. But the Lord said unto Samuel, look not unto his countenance or on the height of his stature because I have refused him. Have you seen that? God refuses people. Eh? Read the Bible. The first problem <laughs> of many young people is that they are philosophers and idealists. They don't really read the Bible. God refuses people. Let us go. But that's not the message anyway. Because I have refused him. For the Lord seeth not as a man seeth. For man looketh on the outward appearance. But the Lord looketh what? On the what? On the heart. So God is going to look at what is hidden. To determine whether he will give you promotion or not. Everybody wanted to be king. Physically. Eliab, Abinadab, Shammah were all fit for the, 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 the kinship. Yet God goes beyond the physical. He goes beyond the activity to the attitude. He goes beyond the exercise to the state of mind. So God is going to consider the motivation 
beyond your exercise. Eh? God looks beyond what you do and now begins to look at why you are doing it. All right. So people can fast till they, they become faster. And God's still not going to anoint anybody anyway. I, I keep saying that. As for the oil, the physical oil, it is in church. There's the oil. But as, I can pour oil on you. But as for the anointing part, it's in the hands of God. Yes. And it's not everybody who has been oiled who is anointed. This is a physical thing. The anointing is the spirit of God that comes upon you. There's no bottle. So, we can put oil on you till you become as chuffing as chuffing. It's not going to move God anything. Listen, Saul was physically, I mean, perfect. Yet, God said, I've, I've rejected him. I've rejected so I've rejected Eliab, I've rejected Shama, I've rejected Abinadab, I've rejected a lot of those people. Yeah. Be careful that your walk with God, your prayers, and the exercises of your faith are not just physical. Because it's still going to be rejected anyway. Yep. You can deceive everybody except God. Because God is a God of knowledge. So, the right motivation is very crucial to your own kingdom riches. Because without it, it will still not come anyway. So, what are the right motivations? Is somebody ready for some of the right motivations? Yeah. Is it not a serious topic? Yeah. We are climaxing the whole of uh, business breakthrough banquets today. Today is 31st. Why would I wait till now to teach this? The last thing Jesus said before he was taken was the great commission. It was not the first thing he said. It was the last thing. Be careful when fathers are releasing words that are last words. Because the last words are the real words that they want to speak over you. And if you miss the last words, you have missed almost everything. That's why fathers usually bless children in their last days. Because it's their last words. And this is the last day of the month. Somebody should wake up. So why kingdom riches? And what are the right motivations? Number one. God blesses us with riches to establish his covenant with Abraham. Our God is a covenant keeping God. The reason why God is going to bless us with riches is because he made a covenant with Abraham that he will bless all his children who will come later in life. Amen? Amen. Hey, somebody in church this evening. Yes, Amen or? Yeah, now this reason is God's number one reason why he's going to bless you financially. That's why if you cannot connect to the Abrahamic faith in Christ, you are not part of the kingdom anyway. 
So the riches doesn't come to you. There is no rich man who has had inheritance for dogs. He leaves inheritance for sons and daughters. So the inheritance of God is left to his sons and his daughters. Jesus said, outside the wall are dogs. Anybody who is not part of the kingdom of God is considered a dog. No father leaves inheritance for Scooby-Doo. No. So primarily, the kingdom riches is only going to come to believers. And why is the kingdom riches going to come to believers? Because God made a covenant with Abraham that he's going to bless all the children that come after him. Look at Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 18. But Moses, thou shalt remember, Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 18. But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth. He's going to explain why. He said, that he may, that he may means the reason why he's going to do it. Oh, yeah. That he may establish his covenant, which he swear unto thy fathers as it is this day. So the riches of God, the power to get wealth is going to come to us because of a covenant God made with Abraham. God said, I'm going to bless you, Abraham, and now your children will be blessed. So every blessing that you're actually getting from God, it's not by your hard work. That's why you have to cool down. You. Now, yeah, you have to cool down. Because you, 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 just ha- you just came in line with the person Ankasa that God blessed. And that's why. <laughs> Is somebody getting my message? No, you know, your great-grandfather entered into a place and the whole place is full of gold and they gave birth to you 60 years later and you are trying to claim as if you discovered gold your great grandfather is the one that found the gold and your great grandfather gave birth to your father and your father is dead and they have given birth to you and suddenly you feel you are the discoverer of gold how do you discover something that has been found you cannot discover something that has been found So when you see a Christian acting as though it is his hard work that has given him riches, he does not really understand the foundation to the kingdom riches. Because the foundation is a covenant God made with Abraham. And now, this should make you very humble. Yeah. So, that's why when unbelievers are talking about five Reasons why they are rich, they say, number one, have a strong self-will. Number two, have confidence. Number three, don't let people's know make you feel you cannot do it. They say a lot of stupid stuff. But when you see a correct believer who is blessed, you say, why are you blessed? How? He said, number one, by the grace of God. He connects to the person of God straight. Let me show you something. Deuteronomy 8, verse 17. <laughs> Ask the person close to you, why are you blessed? Ask the person. He said, it says hard work, eh? All right. And thou, no, go to verse 16. Let me give you the context. Huh? Who fed thee in the wilderness with manna, which thy fathers knew not, that he might humble thee, that he might prove thee to do thee good at thy latter end. Let's go. God is explaining why they went through the problems they went through. And he said, and thou say in your heart, my power and the might of my hand had gotten me wealth. 
God is saying that this is how stupid people talk. Stupid people say it's my strength and my skill and my expertise. And I want that nonsense to leave the kingdom people. So I'm going to put them through a lot of wilderness and trouble. So that now verse 18. They will now remember that it is the Lord who gave them power to make wealth. We are not like unbelievers. The source of our wealth is not our hard work. And there is no future in any career. Oh, the blessing of the Lord that maketh rich is a career. The blessing of the Lord, Proverbs 10, 22, that maketh rich. And he shall bless all the work of his hands. Psalm 1, verse 3. So there is no future in any career. So when you see somebody claiming to be, I mean, he has said infotech engineering. What is that? Is that a cause? It's God that blesses people. Listen, there are, there are Microsoft engineers who are poor. So poor. I was listening to a message before I came to church. Listen, listen, let me tell you something. Listen, America is very wise by showing us the pictures of America that we want to see. Yeah, because listen, there are over 500 million poor people in America who eat once a day. Who sees it? Who knows it? Over 5 million, very poor, once a day. But CNN, BBC, Fox News will give you the news you want to see. The Los Angeles, then you are dying. But there are places in America that looks exactly like Choco. Yes, you cannot believe it. But you think that wealth is in America. But God says, before these people think nonsense, I'm going to show them that they must remember. Listen, why remember? Because people forget easily. <laughs> people forget. Anytime they tell you remember, it means you are trying to forget. Okay. But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that gives thee power to get wealth. It's not your skill. It's not your ability. It's not your career. It is not your anything. God gives you the power. Then God is explaining why he gives you the power. So that he will establish his covenant which he swore unto Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob as long as today is around. You just fell in line to chop some blessings that God made the covenant with somebody. You have to be humble. So there is a covenant. And thank God you are included in the covenant. Genesis chapter 3, verse 13. Galatians chapter 3, verse 13 and 14. So the next time you hear somebody saying that, the difference between you and I is my hard work. You tell the person that, hey, stop lying. There are people who work harder and still have nothing. Grace. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Wherever there is curse, there is poverty. Be made a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on the tree. Let's go. So what does the death of Christ do for us? That the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ. You see that thing? When you believe in the death of Christ, the blessing of Abraham comes freely to you. Because God's covenant was with Abraham. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's why the physical Jews, the natural Jews are blessed. In every top 3% of every nation in the world are Jews. All right? Including Ghana. Including Ghana. Moving Peak, the Ambassadorial Hotel, they are all for Israelites. Yeah, everywhere. Everywhere. It's not just Ghana. Everywhere, including Saudi Arabia. <laughs> everywhere, including White House. You know, we, we connect to Abraham by faith. They, Abraham is their grandfather. Real grandfather. <laughs> yeah. And whatever the Lord doeth is forever. Whatever the Lord doeth is forever. So, it is not just your hard work. Amen? Amen. Is somebody in church this evening? It's not just your skill. It's not just you have gone to school. Okay? It is a blessing you are receiving because of a covenant that happened many years ago when God asked Abraham to give Isaac. That's it. So relax. I'm sure almost all of you don't know this. I won't be surprised. So don't trust in your, your, your certificate. By the way, what is that certificate? Okay, number two. Number two. <laughs> so by the time we are done with number four, you will see that it's, it's, it has sport. The food has sport. <laughs> Forgive. Forgive. Number two. The Lord grants us riches so that we become a blessing unto others. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. He grants us riches so that we become what? Blessing unto All of us, we become what? Blessing unto others. Yeah. So, 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 in the mind of God, when it comes to kingdom riches, you and the others, which one is more important? Oh, okay, fine. God is giving you because of others. Hmm? God is giving you riches because of others. That means if you do not have a heart for others, God will never give you riches. That's why all poor people are bitter people. But tell a bitter widow. All poor people are bitter people who never think of others. I said, rich people are givers. Poor people are receivers. And givers think about others. And receivers think about themselves. If you are giving, you are giving to somebody. But if you are receiving, you are receiving to what? Yourself. So if you are a master recipient of things, you are, you, 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 you are on the railway of poverty. No bend, no curve. So, if you are believing God for riches, which I know you are believing God for, I'm your pastor, so I know. It's going to come through your heart for others. Most people don't have a heart for others. Most people.
In fact, most people never think about others. You, 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 it'll be very difficult to see people sitting down and their mind is about others. How they can do well, how they can improve, how they can progress, how God can bless them, how their lives can turn around. Do you really sit down, write things about others, questions you ask them, areas you build them up? No. Cash. Just more selfish and prayerful people is in the church. And God is not going to bless the selfish, James 4 2. So the prayer will be wasted. You see? Yeah. Now, is somebody here? If you don't have a heart and a mind to buy a car for somebody, God will never give you a car. Show me the scripture. Genesis 12. Genesis 12, 1 and 2. Now, if you don't have a mind to build a house for somebody, you will never build a house. <laughs> Wait. Eh? Great. This is my final message on business breakthrough banquet. So. All right. <laughs> now the Lord has said unto Abraham, Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show thee. Most people say Abraham didn't know where he was going. He was just walking and he got there. A land he will show him. You say he didn't know. He will show him. You say he didn't know. That's another day. And I will make of thee a great nation. And I will bless thee and make thy name great. And thou shalt be what? Ah, so the reason why God blesses is for people to be a blessing. So if you don't have the mind to be a blessing, forget about being blessed. Listen, it won't happen. It won't happen. I came to introduce you to God's way of cursing people. Yeah. By making foolishness all their plans and their writings and their prayers and their fastings and their seed sowing and their kingdom service. It will never happen. The, the motivation is what God is looking for. You see, most people just think about expectation born out of faith. But God looks at motivation born out of love. So if the motivation is wrong, the whole thing is wrong. It's like you had the right answers for the questions, but you, you've opened your notebooks to, to write it with the lecturer market. Ah, uh, well. <laughs> so, anybody who has a problem with others being comfortable in the house of God because we'll buy chairs, we'll buy AC, we'll buy fans, we'll build a nice place. The person will not have nice things in his house. Because as for God, eh, the reason why he's going to bless you is because you have the mind to be a blessing unto others. Yeah. If you don't have that mind, forget. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. That's why it's difficult to find women who are wicked towards children ever have children in their lifetime. Yeah. Because God is going to look at your motivation before he dashes you one. So, you are believing God for a car. Oh, you must know what to do. 
You are believing God for a house. You must know what to do. You are believing God to pass an exam. You must know what to do. You, you must be a person who is helping others to pass their exam. And that's why God will make you pass your own. You know? Yeah. If your reason to pass the exam is to sit on the heads of people, it's not going to happen. Listen, God is a specialist at disappointing people. Read the whole Bible. He disappoints people every time. Oh. Hey. Cain and Abel. First disappointment, God said, Cain, I've disappointed you. Yeah. Next generation. Noah, children. God just disappoints them. Abraham. Abraham gives birth. Ishmael, Isaac. God disappoints Ishmael. Isaac gives birth. Jacob, Esau. God disappoints Esau. Jacob gives birth. 12. God disappoints Reuben. Hey. Ephraim Manasseh, God disappoints Manasseh. God is a specialist at disappointing the people who look like they will make it naturally. To make a point. Yeah. God. Most people don't know God. They read about him. They don't know him. If you know God, the first thing that will, will, will determine your relationship is a proper fear of him. You know. But if you don't know him, I mean. It's like you hear news. So, <laughs> is somebody here? Yes, Why should God bless you if you do not have a heart for others? All right. Now, why should God give you 1,000 shoes if you are not ready to give 999 to others? What will you use the 1,000? Will you eat them? Have you seen a human being eating shoes before? No. So why should God give you 50 houses if you are not ready to give houses out? In a house, how many rooms can you sleep in? One. In the one room, how much of the space can you sleep on? Small, your bed. On the bed, how much of the size do you sleep on? All right. All right. So if your genuine mind, now be here, oh, be here. You see, that's how matters end up without being blessed. And they keep complaining that the pastor is being successful because the pastor is following the word of God. What I'm teaching you, I know it. If I put the mic down, I still know it. Yes. So be here. I'm trying to bring you to my level. That's it. Yeah. Anyway. So, when your mind for the thing you are looking for is not to bless others with it, people ask, why is it that you give a watch, you give a shoe, you give a laptop, you give your phone, you give this. You can give almost everything. You buy lunch, you pay this for that, you pay this for that. You don't know what I'm doing. You think I'm a fool. So if you want to see the blessing of God showered upon your life, decide to be a blessing unto others. Now, when you see somebody poor passing and you pass, you have passed a blessing. <laughs> because as you bless that person, that's how God blesses you. So keep passing. And your blessing will keep passing. Your salary is not for your mouth. There's tight in salary. There are other maybe investment in savings loan, and there are others in the salary. That's why on the land of Canaan, God told them that never harvest everything on the land. Leave some for the poor people, for the blind, for the lame. 
for the sick. That they too will come on the land and feed on the land. You, 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 you see how people suddenly change when they receive their salary. As if demons have a way of destroying your life. They give you just a bad mind to start with. And it leads you in the bad place. And it's gone. Yeah. So, how much of your income goes to others? That's a question you should be asking yourself. How much of your own income, your own salary, goes to others? You see why the prayer is not working. And it's not going to work for the next 52 years if you don't change. You go ask for God's word, they are sure and amen. <laughs> this is a real problem. Yeah. So, well, you can't even frown your face and look like a buffalo. It won't change the Bible. Yes. Because, you see, the Bible, see, listen, one of the dangerous things the angel told John is that anybody who takes anything out of this book, out of his blessings shall be taken. And anybody who asks to this book, sorrows, his sorrows more shall be added. Don't, don't, don't touch the Bible. Don't touch it. It's, you, you add to it, it's more sorrow. You take from it, it's minus blessings. Gotta be careful. <laughs> so, how many want to be blessed? I want to see your hand. If you want to be blessed, you must put others on the top of your own list. Listen, it's not that, listen, it's not that when God makes you blessed, put others first. I'm saying that to even become blessed, put others first. Because God is going to consider your motive before he blesses you. Before he blesses you. Not after. Say, God, when I get money, I'll do things for the poor. No, no, no. God says that now that you don't have the money, what are your plans? And what are you doing? Yeah, because if a child is alive, a, a, a living child and a 90-year-old child, they are all alive. This one, if you give it time, it will grow into this one. And God does not bless people huge, huge. Because as I, God does not look at faithfulness in much. God looks at faithfulness in what? In little. Because much is what? Little plus little. A hundred is one plus one plus one plus one plus one. A hundred times. So God's going to look at the little one, 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 one and add it together and give you the hundred. Oh, poor people have a big problem. <laughs> Poor people have a big problem. Now, if you are poor, you have something. Go and look for other people who are poorer. That's an opportunity to come out from your own crisis. Yes. But you see, poor people generally think about what this rich man has been passing without giving me anything. This my uncle is that has not been this. I am blessed because of your life. They never experienced this. Oh, he's a good man. He did well. She's a good lady. She did well. That's not a blessing. A blessing is how you go beyond yourself and stretch to help others. And so many people never do that. Yeah. You remember that the only way to come out from poverty is giving. Luke says 38. Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together. Running over, will men give back to you. 
It takes giving to enter into prosperity. So begin to look for poor people. Begin to look for others, others, and consider their needs. Is somebody here? Yeah. And I'm sure this motivation is also wrong. I mean, it's empty. I mean, people don't know that they have to look at others. You know, yesterday, a few days ago, I went to buy a suit. Okay. And when we're passing, myself and my beloved, when we're passing, there was a woman sitting there. She was selling granite and stuff like that. And we passed. And I said, babes, buy something for her. So I gave her money. I said, buy something. He said, what? I said, buy. Just buy anything. We don't need it, but buy. I said, this woman has been sitting here. What, what is it? It's too much. We bought something we didn't need. There are many times I see people selling. I ask them, how much is this thing? He says, I pay for it. I say, go home. Eh? Go and sleep. Oh, it breaks my heart. Yeah. Go and sleep. It's okay. Go and sleep. You don't need videos and audios and Jesus said, when you are giving, let your left hand not even see what your right hand is doing. Then you are giving and you are, you are going to offer and it's on social media. It's not just left hand that has seen it. All eyes have seen it. Is that what Jesus said? Oh, you see all these fake Christianity, fake people. Oh. And Jesus said, when you give your thing open like that, you have already received your reward. Your reward is the comment people made. Wow. God bless you, sir. God bless you, woman. Thank you. You have taught about the orphan. Great. Awesome. You are blessed. That's your reward. But the ones who give in secret, God shall reward them openly. No, people are jumping the Bible. Oh. Even fasting, people put it on Facebook. Jesus said, when you are fasting, don't give any sign for anybody to even see. Here we are with a loose form of Christianity. In, in the shape of humanism and nonsense. And Jesus, who was Jesus to Abraham? He's still Jesus to us, watching us all the same. What civilization is this? What generation is this one? How did we get here? So, there are times where I just see somebody, you know. One time I was going to East Lagon, and there's this, you know, the guys who they clean the windscreen. Yep. And the driver, I was like, the driver almost slapped the guy. I said, why? He said, oh, they are thieves. This and that. I said, listen, what has he stolen from you? You know, the guy said, oh, are you a pastor? I said, do I need to be a pastor? You know, but what has he stolen? And when the guy was done, he, the, the guy, the driver said, me said that man has stolen my trim. You know, I said, listen, it's a very bad thing. And I, Pick my wallet, 50 Ghana. I gave it to the boy. I saw in his eyes. He was dumbfounded. And I was crying in the car. Yeah. And 50 Ghana said, What will he do? As he is surprised like that. What will he also do? They sleep outside. You see what they wear? They are like that. Where do they bath? What do they eat? You know? This Christianity that we are jumping in the church, eh? 
And don't also turn your face to just tell me that you are a poor person in the church. I said, go and look for poorer people and go and give to them. Your mother in advance. Go and look for poorer people and go and give to them. Because everybody is checking out from his own level. Is that not the case? At all. And I don't owe anybody any shizzle. Some of you, you owe me even your very life. You owe me your life. That's what Apostle Paul told Philemon. You owe me your life. He said, don't, don't talk too much. Listen. Forgive. So ask your friend that, do you really want to be blessed? Ask your friend during and ask your friend, how much in your budget is made for others? Ask the person. He says zero, eh? <laughs> he says zero. He says, All poor people are selfish people. How many times have you heard this sentence in this church? You know, I'm, you know I, I know that I'm battling the way you see things. And so allow to be remodeled. All poor people are selfish, apostolistic people. You know, apostle. Yeah. Now, if a man gives thousand Ghana city, and he says, "That's all I have," another man has two cities and will give one city. You, you, you see the problem. Now, the one who has thousand has given all and still believes God. The one who just have two CDs, which is nothing, will also give one CD out of it. So if thousand CDs is a seed, and one CD is a seed, and God is going to multiply the seed, what will be your harvest? If yours is always a one CD. Yesterday, my father in the ministry told me about a man who came to him, a national figure, to sow a seed. And the moment he dropped the seed, my father minister and he said somebody's going to call you very soon you have saved the person's name that and that and that and suddenly the guy called and the man sat down they finished the meeting he's lost everything he's, he's into filling station oil distribution he's lost everything he's, some people have backstabbed him and all that within one day 50 tracks failed the next day 100 tracks failed to Burkina the next day, 150 tracks failed to Togo. The next, do you know how much one track of oil in a what do we call it? A tank is as he dropped his seat, he said, Papa, this is all that I have in my business name. This is all that I have. The papa said, ah, Go and cash it. He told Professor on his PA. Go and cash it. Same day. Same day. The, the, day I, the day Edmond came to me, he said, Papa, I like this, your watch. It was, it's my most expensive watch, apart from the one somebody stole. So, it was like $500 or so, the watch I gave to Edmond. So, I said, the, the Lord said, Will you, can you give it? I said, ah, Jesus, I've given my life to you. What is watch? I removed it, and I gave it to him. The next day, my father in the ministry called me, come. When I went, he talked about many things. He said, I'm coming. He went up. Then he came down with a watch, alligator skin watch. I've never put it on my hand. Do you know the price? Not I put the price aside. Do you know the value? 
you have put clock on your hand, you can't give it away. You are wearing clock. So when you see people who are so concerned about themselves, you see it on their faces. When people are not happy, they are sending you a message. The message is that, help me. And I'm trying to tell you that there are so many people out there who need help that you should go and help. That's how you take out from your own help. <laughs> All right. Others. Number three. Do you want to be blessed? Ah, there is work to do. There is work to do. You see people coming to church, the same clothes, same shoes, same this and that. Take it upon yourself. I'm going to give you this. I'm going to give you that. Take it upon yourself. I'm going to make this possible. I'm going to make that possible. And you'll be so surprised that as you are believing God for something, God is also believing that you also touch somebody's life. So, as long as you keep waiting to bless that person, God is waiting to bless you. It's a problem. It's a problem. Listen, the only way to give something out, I mean, the only way to receive something, my son, hold this. Now, I want to give you this water with one hand. Master, follow what I'm saying. I want to give you this water in this hand. How will you receive it? Try and receive it. Uh -huh. Now look at how he's struggling. Uh -huh. When I leave it, it will fall. Oh, wow. But now give what is in your hand away to Apostle Elvis. Now your hand is now empty. Now you can now receive mine. If you don't give what is in your hand, you never receive what is in the hand of God. And you see people who have died holding things. And they, they are holding drawers with holes in them. That's what they are holding. <laughs> forgive they are holding cement papers and they have cut it as if it's hundred dollars and they are still holding it yeah but of course it does also mean that people should manipulate your destiny amen yeah we have to balance the truth because there are always other people around. Scavengers and other related substances. Around to suck your blood and take everything from you. Today somebody called me. I'm stranded in Sakumono. I need money. And I, please can you help me? And I sent him money. You know, in his mobile. What do you call it? Momo, eh? When I was done then, I said, if you receive it, call me. He didn't call me. Then later I called. I said, Master, have you received? He said, yes. I said, okay. The money he asked for, I gave him 120% or 140% of the money he asked for. Yeah. So we were done with it. Then he called me again. The money that I sent him, he, he was owing whatever, MTN, whatever. What do we call it? Quick loan. So, and I told him that, listen, you're a very stupid person. You know? Yeah. I don't know why some people think I'm, I'm weak. It worries me when you think like that. No, because I'm surprised when I look at myself in the mirror, I don't see a weak person. Forgive. Forgive. <laughs> so I insulted him 
black and white. Stupid boy, you, you will sleep in Takuma, foolish boy. Bulu, kwashia bulu, bulu. Point three. You are believing God to be blessed. Look at point three. The third reason why God is going to bless you is because he wants you to give to the needy and poor after you work hard. Hey. Hey. <laughs> after you do what? He wants you to give to the needy and the poor after you work hard. Is it not a contradiction? <laughs> Listen, may God immunize you from every foolishness in the name of Jesus. Amen. Yeah. Now, now, watch me. In the Bible, eh, Cain performed, he gave his sacrifice, oh, and Abel gave his sacrifice. All the people around said Cain's sacrifice was wonderful. Everybody said it was okay. Then God also rejected it. Now, have you seen God before? How did God show that he has rejected the sacrifice? Uh -huh. And between Cain and God, they both knew that he had rejected the sacrifice. Even though everybody thought the sacrifice was okay. Charlie, listen. Ananias and Sapphira sold their own lands and brought the proceeds to the apostle. And they died on top of selling their own lands and bringing the proceeds. Be careful. When it comes to God, don't play jokes. You can't, don't do funny things around God. It's a curse for your next generations to come. I'm telling you. Never come to the place where you are trying to trick God. It's a very dangerous thing. Most people, you, you, you see what is in Hagar chapter one, how God said, you, you, you think that you, you, you will do things and it will work. You will eat, you will never be satisfied. You will drink, you will never be full. And he said, that if per adventure you put money in your pocket, there will be holes. People, people don't know what they have done. You have sown much and bringing little, you eat, but you have not enough. You drink, but you are not filled with You clothe yourself, yes, there is none of you who is warm. And he that earneth wages, is that not what you earn when you work? He earneth wages to put it into a bag with holes. God punches people's bags. God, he punches people's bags to let the coins also fall. You don't know, Ntia. That's how Listen, recently I was listening to Bishop Dag. Eh? Oh, if, 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 God, if God is trying to pull you from poverty and your ears will open to wisdom, yeah, but if the devil is taking you into more into the pit of poverty, the truth of the word always is very far from what you, 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 you think and you keep arguing until you are very poor than you used to be. Okay. Now, Bishop Dag was talking. He said, there is a man who was very angry that the church was going to build a bigger auditorium. He said, listen, I'm not going to allow it. The guy was the richest man in the church. You know, some people have that in their church. I will never have that. That is the richest man. Nobody. Everybody's my son and my daughter. They are richest man. Go to the grave. Listen. So, you know, he had that. The pastor had that person in the church. And the guy said, we will not let the house of God be built. We will like here. We don't want a bigger place. Hey, after talking, everybody was quiet. And it was cancelled. He had two children, two daughters. And they were traveling. And they were 
they were they, they, they climbed a certain hill and the, the children said daddy we want coconut and he parked and the children got out of the car and he said be careful as you cross the road by the time he was done the children were dead an articulator has smashed the children Ghana smashed them on the hill tore their bodies busy he was picking cloth here shoe here flesh here and bone there and he said, as he was speaking, and God told him that, you will not let my house be built. But you and your children will have vacation. Go and have it. That's how he single-handedly built the mega church. You will not let my house be built. You and your children will go and enjoy. Go and have it. That you, you see people saving 10,000 Ghana city, and they get problem 12,000 Ghana. You, you are wiser than God. He rebukes the devourer for your sake. If you are a committed tither. Listen, you can have all the money, but if the devil is sitting on your money, how will it grow? The, the, so he, the tithing rebukes the devil so that it's now, what you have is now what you have. Don't you hear often how people say, they have work hard, they don't have anything. Don't you hear it? When you hear it, what comes to your mind? You don't understand spiritual things. So when you see anybody opposing anything that is being done in the house of God, eh, he is killing his children and he is not aware. Anytime you hear, I'm saying that we, we need a new destiny. Let's, don't even let your mind tell you that it's, it's wrong. <laughs> Before your mind tells you it's wrong, you, you have to shout amen first so that your voice will conquer the wicked evil spirit that's about to destroy you. Yeah, I know you are. I mean, you are more anointed than Bishop Dark. What else? You find ways of giving to poor people and needy people, and let that be part of your mind, let that be part of your heart, let that be part of your planning. It should be part. Huh. Allah, people just don't know how God is going to stay by his word to the end. Jesus said thy word, oh God, David said, it's settled. Do you, know, do you understand settled? Did you do coagulation in school? If you did a little bit of chemistry, you should understand the meaning of settled. Cannot be moved any longer in heaven. Now, the farther your hand is from the poor, the farther the hand of God is from your case. <laughs> you know, people are believing God for sudden 5,000 Ghana, but they are, they, are, they are unwilling to give somebody 50 Ghana. Yeah. But they are believing for 5,000. In your dreams... In your dreams. So, prophet, are you trying to say that I should use the money that I have saved and go to give it? Yes, I've said use the money that you have saved to go and give to poor people. That's, yes. I mean, say, I don't mean that. What I mean is that those who are poor in spirit, no. Okay? 
Listen, the Christian work is a genuine work of love. Eh? It's a genuine work of love. It's not manipulation. It's not selfishness. It's not personal ambition. It's not secret challenge, challenging others. Eh? Yo. Can I show you a verse? Proverbs 19, 17. Proverbs 19, 17. Oh, thank you, Lord. Proverbs 19, 17. He that has pity upon the poor lendeth unto unto what? Is somebody here in church? He that has pity upon the poor he lends unto what? Hey, do you understand what you just read? He that has pity upon the poor, he lends unto what? That means the Lord is going to show up as a poor person. The Lord is going to show up as a poor person. Because when you are pity unto the poor, you lend the poor something. You give something to the poor. And the Lord says, as you are giving to the poor, you are giving to me. All right. <laughs> so, the Lord is going to show up as a poor person and see how you will give to him. Jesus said, they will say, where were you in prison that we didn't come to you? Where were you poor that we didn't feed you? Where were you naked that we didn't clothe? And Jesus said, as you have done for any of my little children, well, you have done for me. So, Jesus is actually going to show himself in a lot of poor people. And Jesus is going to see what you will do about their case. Hey. And that which he has given, will he pay him again? You, you, you see a poor person, you, 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 you lend a slap to the poor person. Re, re, be reassured. That it will be repaid. Yeah, yeah, by the Lord. Eh? The finger of the Lord wrote the Ten Commandments. You can be surprised what his hand will do. His finger wrote the commandments. Right. When you close your eyes on the poor, God closes his eyes on your case. May your eyes open in the name of Jesus. Amen. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 28. When you give one thing to the poor, don't, 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 don't also make it a headline. There are some people, as we are preaching like this, the Holy Spirit is touching their heart. You, you, you will see that when they give one thing to the poor, it will become triapia in their mouth. Oh, I gave some, I've given, I've given, I've given. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 28. So after you work hard, expect to give some of your money to the poor. Amen. Yeah. 
if you have that mind, then God will bless you. If you have that mind. Let him that stole steal no more. That means in the kingdom there are no thieves. And say you used to be you when you were not born again, you were a thief. You are born again, you are still a thief. It's not true. Let him that stole, him that used to, him that used to, steal no more. It's, it's a new person, he's a new creature. You know. Most people are not born again, they are just in church. But rather, let him labor. Let him do what? Working with his hands the thing which is good. You, you labor with your hand to do something good. That he, that he is the reason why. Okay? It's English. Eh? That he may have to give to him that needeth. Why do you have? Oh, nice. You have to give. You don't have to save. You don't have to keep. You have to give. That's why anytime something stops giving, it starts dying. Because the only reason why to be sustained is because you are giving. The sun gives us rays. Is that not the case? Plants give us oxygen. The sea gives us the coolness and the fishes. Mothers give birth to children. Fathers give semen and give provision for the family. In fact, your functionality is always connected to something you give. So if you stop giving, ah, you are dead. Anytime you saw a tree stop giving fruit, that tree is dead. Anytime you saw an animal stop giving birth, that animal is dead. Anytime you see a school stop giving students and graduates, that school is off. Check all the things that are dead. They are not giving anything. They are obsolete. They are white elephants. But check all the things that are living and vibrant. They are always giving. Giving. Even car. If the car is vibrant, the car will be giving smoke. But if the car is dead, it has nothing to give. You, you, it is your giving that signals the heaven that you are alive. That's why when God wanted to show his love for humanity, he gave. You cannot bypass giving and be successful in the kingdom. Yeah. And you see the problem with poor people. Uh, we will never give. <laughs> we will never give. We will never give. So the reason why God is going to bless the work of your hands is so that you have. And the reason why you are going to have is so that you what? Awesome. Awesome. Now, check all the New Testament scriptures that Jesus made about rich people. And you'll be surprised how they are always against riches and heaven and blessings of God. All Lazarus and the rich man. It will be difficult for a rich man to enter the kingdom. And the rich fool said, and the prodigal son, listen, rich, being rich without having the kingdom mindset makes you sit on what God has given you. And sitting on what God has given you 
It's what makes the angels take your time bomb. A boom. Yeah. If you don't have the right mentality for wealth, if it even comes into your hands by mistake, it will fly like a bird. Be careful. God expects you to work with your hands so that you will have to give. If you don't have the mentality to give to the poor and to the needy, God is actually going to destroy the work of your hands. Because that's why he gave the work to you in the first place. Yeah. You know, sometimes you see people who listen. Follow the Bible, okay? Let me just say that. Just follow the Bible. When you follow the Bible, your life your life will be smoother. Yeah. When you follow the Bible, your life will be smoother. You know, and some people too. When, when doctors work on patients, doctors and patients, which one are usually richer? Doctors. Lawyers and clients, which one are usually richer? Lawyers. Bankers and customers, which one are usually Bankers. When lawyers, when, when clients go and give their money to lawyers, nobody complain. And when patients pay for bills, nobody complain. But when poor people in church bring money to God and to the church, people complain. Why? It's like people drink gutter. It's like people eat poopoo. So stupid. Check the Bible. Anytime God wanted to change somebody's story, he showed him somebody who was better than him and he still says, give what you have. I will change your story, but it will happen through giving. Yeah. Sometimes, eh, when I look at how Bishop Oyedepo, Bishop Dag Dems, I mean, give to ministries that are bigger and better and more blessed. Sometimes it beats my mind. Yeah. And I tell you today that if you don't learn it now, you will never be able to learn it again. Because as you are growing, you will become more wicked. Yes. That's it. If me, I meet Bishop Dag. Who should give something? Somebody something. He should give me something. Because he's richer. Bishop Dag was a millionaire many years ago. He says he stopped dedicating cars. He, he has allowed that thing to be done by other bishops. He now dedicates planes of church members. He's moved from cars. Because a car is a small thing for him now. He's rich. He's fantastically blessed. But if I meet Bishop Dag right now and I have a seed, and I say, Papa, please, I, I brought you a seed. For the work you have done in Ghana, I didn't come for your anointing. I don't need it. If God will give it to me, if you won't give it, but I came to say thank you for the work you have done. Papa, this is 10,000 CD, and I still go on my knees. Giving my 10,000 CD to a billionaire to chop. Then he'll say, 
you are blessed. And that will turn my ministry around. And somebody will make his face like dry okra. <laughs> dry okra. In the middle of a highway. Listen, you give apples. And the apples, the, he's better than you and richer than you and everything than you. But God's saying, that's how I'm going to tell your story anyway. Yeah. There are other times God tells you, give to poor people too that you don't, you are, it's not your class. Eh? Yeah, but give. Sometimes God can provoke you to give more to the poor than the rich. Yeah. Sometimes God can also provoke you to give more to the rich. Somebody who is, he doesn't need it. I've given seed to men of God, to bishops, to pastors who check out. They say, young man, what's your name? I say, Chris Prince. Say, God bless you. Do you know how he check out? It's like the money is too small. But it's like, this is why I have come out to come and see him. He doesn't understand it. It overwhelms him. Yeah. You know. Jesus said, the poor you have with you forever. That means today's message will not change everybody. That's the meaning of the poor you have with you forever. Some people will still remain. May you not be that one in the name of Jesus. Give to the needy. Give to the poor. When you are selling something, don't let your parents buy it. When you run a service for your parents, don't charge them for it. You see, most people cut their lives short by their own things. Obey your parents in the Lord. Honor your mother and father so that it may be well with you. Do you want it to be well with you? You have to honor your mother and your father. You have to honor your mother and your father. If you don't honor your mother and your father, it will not be well with you. Ephesians 6. I didn't say be afraid of your mother or your father. I said, honor them. If you, if you are afraid of them, you still don't honor them. It will still not be well with you. Uh, you, since they gave birth to you, what proper honor have you given to your mother? Or what proper honor have you given to your father? You know? It seems as if you keep jumping Ephesians chapter 6. Give me Ephesians chapter 6. Verse 1, 2, and 3. You sell shoes and your mother has bought one for you. He has bought one from you. You, you sell clothes. Your mother paid for one. You sell food. When you, 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 you charge your mother. Yeah. You charge your mother. You know. You know, uh, today I was thinking about something. I said, ah, parents, pa, it's like they suffer in vain. Because like, you have raised your daughter up, pa. Then a man comes. He wants to take your daughter. Then you see uh, the marriage, the whole thing didn't go more than 10,000 or 12,000. I'm like, ah, but school fees alone you are paid from crash to university. It's more than 10,000. You know? And medical bills and other things you buy for the person to wear and problems and issues and here and there. It's like, ah, parents, they, 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 it's, a, it's a waste of this thing. It's, it's no investment. It's a no-brainer and no-starter. I was thinking about it today when I was bathing. I said, ah, I'll know how much to charge when somebody's coming for my daughter. That's all that I, I concluded. Yeah. 
because I'm going to be a national figure, you know? Prophet Bernard says, tell your church and tell them very soon that you are going to be a national figure and the whole place will be charged and let them connect with you earlier now. You see, I just announced to you. Do you know why I have so much confidence? Because I hear God. Eh? I don't do CCC. I hear God. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, keep watching me. I'm the next biggest thing to happen. Yeah. I just cool. I just relax. You know, I don't need suits to prove anything. I'm anointed. Oh, I'm anointed. Children, obey your parents in the Lord for this is. Next verse. Honor thy father and mother. Is that what the Bible said? Or the Bible said, honor thy father and mother who took care of you. Oh, are you here? Honor thy mother and father which paid your school fees. <laughs> honor thy mother and father who stayed together married. Okay. Honor thy father and mother who were Christians. Are you here? So respond. Is that what the Bible said? Honor your mother and your father who went to school. Is that what the Bible said? Honor thy father and mother who were nice people to you. Is that what the Bible said? Okay. Honor thy mother and father who did not reject you. Is that what the Bible said? <laughs> Listen, this is a very dangerous commandment. Eh, no bracket. God says, I'm go I, I, I will kill people short by this one verse. I'll, I'll, I'll people will die early. Next verse. Next verse. Before they say, I, I'm, I'm cursing them. That it may be well with you and that you may live long on the earth. Listen, your parents will determine how long you live here by how you honor them. Anybody who died be, below 70 years, go and check it. 120 years, go and check it. <laughs> yeah, okay. No, it's not in the Bible. It's my mind. It's my mind. Yeah. It's not just obeying the parents. It's actually honoring them. You know, people change the scripture. They, they just talk about obey them. The Bible talked about honor them. It's not just obey them. Obey means that when they say something, do. Honor means that give them something precious. That's it. You buy 10 CDs credit for your mother and you wait for her to call you to say thank you. You are a useless person. You know, I, I met a nurse recently and she, she was talking, she was talking about the father. She said, you know, now they were talking, they were talking, they were talking, they were talking, talking, talking you know what I told myself I said if this girl crosses 50 Nanka Jesus is not Lord Anna thy father and thy mother which stayed together and the more complex issues your parents have the easier it is for you to die short because the easier it is for you to dishonor them you will use somebody's parents as your standard and not your parents as your real if you are a parent like this parent you could have been able to then 15 years is gone another time if you really think you are a parent like then 
them is gone. You know, my mother told me something when I was young. She said, if there's anybody to worship, if there's any human being to worship, it should be your parents. I was very young. Very young. So if you are selling anything and your parents have have paid for it, go and refund (laughs) to them. Hallelujah. And add a note to it that you, 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 you are very stupid. Yeah. You will also be a parent and you see your child will fetch water for you and she will say, Ma, it's five cities. <laughs> this water I fetch for you is five cities. You will see how you will cry pepper. Yeah. So, if you are working and God is blessing you, Find a way to help poor people. Amen. Amen. That's why God will bless you. And find a way your parents are poor. You know, when, when children are actually maturing, that's when their parents are getting poorer. Because they've made a lot of investment. And uh-huh, it's, it's always like that. You get it. There are few people that as they are mature, the parents are getting richer. It's always an abnormal case. But usually, you know, when, 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 when parents are growing up and they give birth to children, they, they look larger and all. But as the children grow in size, they reduce. Uh-huh. So, their investment. You know? So, it's, it's time. Consider your mother and your father as one of the poor people to give to. And also your parents. And, and if you will tell the truth, you will know whether your mother is rich or poor. Alright? And I, don't, I didn't bring the richometer and the porometer to check. But, I mean, you know where you are coming from. Yeah. That's a long division for me. Point four, and finally, which kind of people will God bless financially? Point four, and why will God bless you financially? Is somebody here? Point four, and finally, Okay, let me give you this one. The riches that God will give us is to help us fulfill our calling. Help us to fulfill our calling. The fourth motivation for riches is when people get... You know something? Are you here? Now, if you are here, can you lift up your right hand? Okay. If you never get to know your calling, you will be poor forever. People who never get to know their calling will never be rich. Do you know why? Because when God is giving you riches, he's giving you riches to fulfill your calling. So now that you don't know your calling and your assignment and your purpose, why should you give it the riches? To waste it. God is not a waster. God is an investor. 
when you see people who never know their calling, you see their lives. And when you see people who are also staying in their calling, you also see their lives. Yeah, you, now, <laughs> you know, one other thing that is funny is how church members will, I mean, in 20 years, he has gone to six churches. And the pastor is just church pastor of one church. And he's a church member of that church. And they expect to be the same way the pastor is. I mean, the pastor has been a church member in his church for 20 years. You have gone to six churches and that's your seventh church. Do you enjoy the same stability that he enjoys? Why, do you, why are you looking for the same results that he has? No, because if you sit in one school for two years and you know the teacher and you, you have gone to eight schools and this is your ninth school and you have three months to write exams, who will pass? You know, it's as if some people... I mean, you, you, people must buy sense. There must be new shops and boutiques. They are selling sense for people to buy. You negotiate, they give you some. Yeah. Because senseless, foolish people, people must buy, the, we must credit sense to people. You don't have money, we credit it. Pay next six months. Yeah. Because Jimmy Dawson. He shall be like a tree planted. You are a tree that is moving and you want to bear fruit in your season. Have you seen a fruit, a tree that is moving, bearing fruit before? Ah. <laughs> if you will be as stable as the pastor and you will do what God is teaching the pastor to teach you, you will be blessed the way the pastor is blessed. Simple. Yeah. You know? Recently, I saw a post on Facebook and Bishop Charles. And as I said, you know, if church members are rich and the pastor is poor, it's not well, it's a sin. And this and that. And I, I, you know, I've stopped looking at comments and all that. You know? Bishop Charles Hajnasai has taken care of more than 1,500 people. Is he your size? Is your father his size? When he's talking, allow him to talk. Even if he decides to bath outside naked, allow it. He has done much. Who is the greatest person in your lineage? Is his name on Google? What about Wikipedia? You, you enter his name, Asensu, and they ask you, is it Asensu Gregory or Asensu Lucifer? Asia. Go and enter Ajinasare and see what will follow. <laughs> when you find out the budget of any sincere pastor, your heart will break. When you find out his budget or her budget. No wonder God is blessing them. Yeah. There are people, all these E-Rock guys, Sinatch guys, all these uh, Pastor Chris guys who are singing. Pastor Chris gives them money. One million dollars. The guy who won recently, what's his name? Pardon, Moses Blaze. One million dollars. That's the amount Pastor Chris gave. Do you know one million dollars? Have you seen some before? 
Where is the property that your father have that when we sell it, we will get to have? You're in a rented apartment for God's sake. A rented apartment, a land that's for your uncle, your third uncle. <laughs> One million dollars every year, every year. Nasinat say, Pastor Chris, birthday in my helicopter, man. Helicopter, baby, one million dollars. In Ru. Or the Pastor Chris, Kakura. Or Sadeneka. Upa entity team free. On Hosea Milka, I say, yeah, has he been here go, say, yeah, here go. Oh, who knew, yeah, yeah. Utipeni, Pastor Chris. You see how foolish people just complicate their lives. My father in the ministry has taken care of more than 300 students from University of Ghana, more than 100 from UCC, more than 100 from KNUST. And amongst all these people who he has taken care of, only three are his church members. Only three stayed, only three came to say thank you after he was done with them, taking care of them from first year to final year. And only three. he has built houses for people and they have all left the church. If he says in the name of Jesus, let something happen. It won't happen. He took care of us. Mamin Ponkra. I'll put her. You you see how this man of God oh you see how this man of God will stretch themselves and bless people and help people. And you see how God will bless them. Yeah. Easy. Easy. Uh, how come Archbishop Nicholas Duncan Williams cannot drive a Rolls Royce? A son wants to buy him a Rolls Royce. He says, listen, I, I, don't, I can't drive it. When I'm 70, I'll drive it. Don't buy it now. I can't drive it. Why should one of the fathers of the charismatic movement in Africa be afraid to buy a Rolls Royce? That's why there's no Ghanaian pastor who has a plane. You know, go to Nigeria and see. People have bought four, five, three, eight. Their mentality is different. They are even happier for the pastor that the pastor is preaching five times, seven times on Sunday and is able to get to every hair uh, before the time and to preach. You know, I, I see my father in the ministry when we are done in, when he's done with church and I'm around him. People come to him physically for money. Oh, please, my school fees. Oh, please this. Then he's giving the money. Sometimes I just stand there and watch him. I say, has your children eaten? Has your wife eaten? One day the wife said, Bernard, I was there when the wife was telling him. The more treatment they will put me and the children in. As if it's not true. Then when somebody blesses him with a Range Rover, 
May somebody receive a new mind in the name of Jesus. One day, they said that Archbishop Benson Idahosa was traveling. And he was traveling with TL, Pastor TL, Evangelist TL Osborne. And they had to move from one state, Abuja, to Lagos to get a flight for Pastor Evangelist TL Osborne to leave Nigeria for U.S. When they entered the plane, the whole place was full. So they told the pilot that, we, we, please, we have to let somebody get down because this man of God has to get here in one hour and travel outside. Then they said, okay, make a public address and let's see who will get up. Then Archbishop Benson Dahosa boarded the plane with three husband. He said, this is a man of God. He has to leave Ghana. He has to leave Nigeria. Let us to Abuja and leave Abuja within the next. Who will stand up and this and that and that for them? Come and see. People were talking. People were angry. We won't get down. Who is he? We are all children of God. We are in the image of God. They were talking. There were two people who were Muslims. They stood up and they said, listen, one, one of the guys told the other one, listen, if these guys, they don't respect their pastors, we will respect our imams. Have you seen a Muslim talking against an imam before? Have you seen one before? Why will you see a Muslim talking about an imam? Not, not even talking against him, but talking about like the imam is the discussion. Have you seen some before? Yeah, Jimmy Fui. Then the guy stood up. Then he said, ah, if these people don't know how to respect their own pastors, we know how to respect. So let's get down. We will go tomorrow. And as they were passing at Bishop Idahosa, he, he told them that, listen, pause. What is your name? And he mentioned, what is your name? He mentioned his name. And he took his cross, the gold cross. Then he put on one of them. Then he gave the other one his handkerchief. He said, may the Lord bless you. May you do well. May you this, may you that, may you that. Few years to come, one of them has turned to be the owner of UBA Bank in Africa. The other one is Aliko Dangote. And I'm sure most of those Christians who were in the plane can't even find money to do a new passport. May God have mercy on your wickedness before it cripples your destiny in totality. <laughs> like we know, we know, we don't know thing. Anytime you are coming to the house of God, you are giving something to God, to the church, to a prophet, somebody is trying to talk against it. Look at the person well and say, hey, you are the devil. You want me to stay at this level? No. I'll check out. So, when you suddenly recognize that there is a calling upon your life and you can hear the voice of God and you can follow the voice of God and you would do the calling of God, he will bless you. That's why God is blessing pastors. <laughs> I think that many people will be very uncomfortable with God blessing pastors. But it's not going to be a message that will change anytime soon. Because God will keep on blessing pastors. Yeah. And you know, 
before you make up your mind that, so I will stop blessing him. Somebody has actually decided to start. Yesterday, I was just there when a guy called me from US. Please, we want to take care of this, your website, that and that and that and domain and this and that. I said, okay. I said, I'll give you the number of my technical head. Then I, I forwarded it to Edmund. I said, talk to him. Oh, they talked, baby, baby. The guy said he's doing it for us for free. Do you know how much money that, that takes? Almost $6,000. The guy said he's going to do it for us for free. You know, God is blessing me. What are you going to do about it? Oh, Charlie. Charlie. Just relax your relaxo. You, you can't. Nobody fights God and win. Careful. Careful when you are not in a boxing ring and they say, you're, you're, the one you are going to fight is, yes, you are looking for the person. Say, God! You, you paralyze before they say, pay. So, look at Isaiah 51 verse 2. And let, let's pray. Ask your neighbor, you, what do you have? Ask the person, you, what do you have? What do you have? You don't have anything. When we say mention your most expensive asset, what is it? What is it? It's somebody's tablet they gave you that the screen has cracked that you had. That's your most valuable asset. When your most valuable asset must be your mind, because your mind is underperforming, you can't even count it as part of your assets. Forgive. <laughs> My son. Isaiah chapter 51 verse 2. You want to walk in the blessings of God? Get to know your calling. Because God will give you the riches to fulfill your assignment. Okay? The consignment is always in alignment with your assignment. The provision of God will always follow particularly the purpose. So if you don't find the purpose, you are not going to get the provision. You don't find the assignment, you are not going to get the consignment. You don't find why he should give you the money and what you use it for. Why should he throw money away? Why are funds released? For projects, is that not the case? So there are no projects. They say they have given funds. Is that not madness? So you have to ask yourself, what project am I embarking on that my life demands, deserves money? What project? What is the purpose of God over my life? If you don't find it, there is no reason why it's going to release money. So, if you can't hear from God, it's, it's poverty destined forever. Because it, it takes hearing from God to know your calling. And it takes knowing your calling for God to increase you. So, you see, all these things that people play with it, when you have to pray about, you have to pray about your assignment, get to know your purpose, get to know your calling. People play with it, eh? You, you, you see their lives. Their lives are like Antarctica Ocean or Pacific Ocean. You, you can't draw it completely. May you know your calling in the name of Jesus. Isaiah chapter 51 verse 2. Look unto Abraham your father and unto Sarah that I bear you. For I called him alone and what? 
I called him alone and what? And also what? So the increase and the blessing is connected to what? The calling. You don't know the calling, you can't walk in the blessing. You can't walk in the blessing, you can't enjoy the increase. Life is simple. Just have your right bearings early. Have your right bearings early. Get to know the assignment of God over your life. Discover the parameters. Lay the principles. Begin to pursue. If God said it, he will find it. If God said it, he will find it. Come on. If God did not say it, you will find it. <laughs> That's why they are abandoned projects. Every abandoned project is lack of funds. Eh. They didn't go by the instruction. That's why it was abandoned. If God said that, Bishop Oedipo is building the ark. Some of you may have seen it on Facebook. 100,000 plus 4,000 seats. God said it. You found it. You see, we did the next six months is there. When he was building Faith Tabernacle, 52,000, they said it cannot be. How can the church be that? It was there and it was built. Now, Faith Tabernacle will be the overflow of the ark. The, the, the ark will be the church and the faith of Naku will be for the people who couldn't enter the church to sit outside. 52,000. God said it. He will find it. God didn't say it. You try to also do that by yourself. They will bury you in the same temple. If God said it, he will find it. If God didn't say it, you will find it. You, you have to, that, you see, most people make a lot of noise about spiritual fathers curse them. When they are leaving the church. It's not true. You just don't have capacity. It's capacity problem. Listen. By the way. A curse without a cause shall not stand. That means that. It does not matter how somebody curses you. If there is no cause. And the, you have not done anything. The curse will not work. But if you have done something. Of course it will work. So that's number one. You, you don't have to be afraid of curses. If you don't do things that will cause them. And if you do things that will cause them, do things to reverse the cause of the curse. Number two, the reason why most disloyal people never get to be blessed or to look alike their father in any way is because they don't have capacity. Yes. Because the toe of an elephant is still bigger than the head of an ant. Capacity is not there. It's not anybody who cares you, anybody has done it. You don't have capacity. If you have capacity and you are genuine, and you left in the wrong way, and you come and do it the right way, you will be blessed. That's how Bishop Doug left. Yes, and he came to do whatever, and he was blessed. Look at it. Capacity is there. If you don't have capacity, it doesn't matter. You will go to Hong Kong. It won't work. It's capacity. And most people genuinely don't have capacity. If you want to see whether people have capacity, change where they are to the next rank. You see how they will be family. Yes. Like Job. Joab. David changed his rank. He said, push him to, push Uriah to the place where the fighting is most fiercest and draw back from him. He thinks he has capacity. Let him stand it. That's how he was killed. Me, my father in the ministry, he moved from Takradi to Accra with 16 Ghana CD or so. By the time he was about to start the church, he had four CD, 20 persons. Go and see his church. Capacity. When I came here, who did I know? Look at my church in one year. Capacity, master. You can't lie. Pastors, here, listen. Here, you carry what he carries. His grace. Yesterday, pastors told me, they said, listen, you are coming like the way he was coming. Master. 
capacity is there. If you don't have it, you don't have it. Don't say anybody is sitting on you spiritually. Nobody is sitting on anybody spiritually. That's what I wanted to say. Stay on David and listen. At the end of the day, who, who was anointed? Nobody can sit on. And if you have done something that the curse will come, it will come very strong and very sharp. I've seen people who, who, who are enjoying the fruit of curses. And you see, sometimes they don't even know that it's the curse that's working on. You say, God is trying me. You, you are young. When you are old, you understand. So, you know, when you see people blessed, find out whether they have found the center of their calling, whether they have capacity for what they are doing. God, it's true. All men are liars. Find out God's way of blessing people and the reason behind God's blessing of people and just key in to them. I end with this. Bishop Oedipo said he was in a church and a man of God came and the man of God said, Sir, what is the secret to your The, the, the church being blessed. Your church is blessed financially, this and that. Uh, maybe last week I said it. Some of you are here. Bishop Oedipo said, you won't like the answer. The man said, I don't like it. I'm a pastor. I want the church to grow. <laughs> they said, maybe you won't like it. The man said, tell me. He said, does your church pay tithe? The man's face changed. He said, I told you you won't like it. A man whose mind is that what I have, whether it's church, whether it's business, whether it's whatever, I give it to God. Why won't God bless the person? Now, you, you will see how people lie when suddenly they say, raise 500 ganas, you see the lies. Yet, almost everybody here can raise a 500 cities. But you will see the lies. Why should God bless you if you are not honest with what is 500 cities? You are not honest with that. Oh, he should give you what? Trillions to manage. We will come and you will be eating the, you will be eating the papers. You will be eating the currency. People are just blatant liars and deceivers. Whenever I say, raise a thousand cities, get it by tomorrow. You will see how he will say he doesn't have it. But he has it. Raise it. You see, you suddenly you will see it. That's how God told Isaac that. Listen, Abraham, that hey, sacrifice your son. Abraham was going to pick Ishmael. God says, Your only son, the one whom you love. Because God knows that anytime he asks you for sacrifice, you're going to take something stupid like Cain did. He said, Listen, listen, the one you love, bring it now. And is that Abraham's blessings that we are enjoying? What will you offer God? Your toilet. Your urine. And yet, we all claim the church is the house of God. Is that not the house of God? But when we are bringing to church, we say it's not to God. <sighs> but you call the church the house of God. But when you are bringing to church, you say it's bringing to who? Well, you, you see... Listen, very soon I'll be selling sins, okay? 
I will be selling sense myself. Okay? Design a logo for me. Yes. I'll be selling sense. I'll sell one in Dansuman, one in Sakaman, one in Osu, and one close to Weja for people on the Kasua Street. I'll be selling sense. It won't be expensive. Okay? Everybody can buy. I'll give discount. Yeah. I'll, I can even, you can even pay it in installments. Okay. Forgive. So when you see a man in the center of his calling, you have seen a man who is going to be blessed. Why will God give you the money? Because you have seen what he wants you to do. He gives you the money to do it. Money is not for spending. Money is not for wasting. I have money, so I bought new drinks. I bought this. Look at me, I bought shoes. <laughs> God said, I'm going to take it from you tomorrow morning. We don't use money for that. Money is consignment in alignment to assignment. There is no resource in your life that must be wasted. Eh, no resource. You know? May God give you wisdom. You see the motivations for being rich. I'm sure almost all of us have scored zero over four. And there must be correction, re-correction, re-re-correction, and maybe re-re-re-correction. So you score four over four. Because Apostle Paul said, do not be mocked. Whatever a man sows, surely, the word surely means that it does not matter your place and your time and your thinking. You will reap it. So to God with the right motive behind it. And you will reap his success. You will reap the blessings. You will reap the breakthroughs. When your motive is right, God himself will bless you. God says, should I hide this from Abraham and Sabbath, knowing that he will command his generation after me? No, God does not hide his blessings from people whose motives are right. Lift up your voice, pray. Father, give me the right motive. Lift up your voice and pray. No need for selfishness. No need for selfishness. You have received all you need to know today in order to assess your next level with ease. Agree to the word. Accept it. Adjust to it and apply it. Your results are coming. You can contact the man of God on plus 233-577-296-916 or on SoundCloud, Facebook, Instagram, podcast and YouTube via the handle Prophet Ohinibe Queen. You can also meet him live at the Mountain of Results Auditorium, Dansuman Market Complex, Accra, Ghana. Stay blessed.